0: Well, interesting, I hope this gives us a little boost in home sales, because we're projected to be a little bit lower this yep, year. need it. Yep, we need it. So hey, you foreign buyers, we'll take you.
1: That's right, I'm <laughs> over here. <laughs> hey, we take everybody,
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the iBuyer experiment. Oh, we got some juicy stuff to talk about today. So List with Clever came out with the top six iBuying companies. We're going to digest that and then also i find this shocking breaking news canada is banning foreign buyers from purchasing residential real estate let's start there guys i think that's big news so canada's come out apparently they passed this bill over the summer it took effect january 1 and now foreign investors who want to purchase homes in canada are going to have to wait for two years because you're not going to be able to buy one
1: come to arizona we got plenty of America, but Yeah, without getting political, uh, I don't know if I would buy a house in Canada right now based on leadership. But hey, that's another rabbit hole. Hey, a lot 10%, of, 10% a lot of, Canadian Canadian of here. Yeah, exactly. Ten percent of the houses in in America are
2: non owner Iraq, right? Investment properties. But how many foreigners own?
0: I do have some data on American that. American real estate. I do yeah. have some data on that. But let's digest this this uh, Canadian legislation that took effect. So. Apparently, the prime minister of Canada said that the desirability of Canadian homes is attracting profiteers, wealthy corporations, and foreign investors. This uh-huh. is leading to a real problem of underused and vacant housing, rampant speculation, and skyrocketing prices. Uh-huh. Homes are for people, not investors.
1: Huh. Oh, well, uh, the investors that's interesting. rent to people. I, yeah. know. I was about Let's to say, say, well, interesting. well, if the people aren't buying it, then that, that doesn't solve anything.
0: You know, I have a really good real estate friend in Canada, Catherine Ludicano, oh, Yeah, and she's she's an amazing broker. And I remember meeting with her a few years ago in New York, and she was telling us that, remember when we mm-hmm. met yeah. her and her husband uh-huh. at dinner, we went to the keg. it was a great time. And she was telling us that there are literally just hundreds and hundreds of vacant homes that are owned by foreigners that just sit vacant all the time.
3: They hide their money there, right? really <laughs>
0: no like legit yeah,
3: yeah like legit uh, that's yeah funny. that's a good investment right you gotta
1: you gotta gotta hide a couple million bucks go buy a couple houses in canada and leave and bake it yep and so you meet when are you saying that the is she saying they're not trying to be rented out
0: no they're definitely not gotcha, so no. it setting.
1: she mentioned chinese right a lot of chinese she money uh, yeah.
0: she certainly did so that's interesting that's a,
3: that is very interesting yeah I, i'm thinking maybe the Chinese lockdowns that they're, they're releasing them now. Maybe sure. a lot of these Chinese um, investors are gonna be buying more homes and moving here. They're trying to get ahead of it.
1: Or, yeah, trying to get out of there so they don't mm-hmm. get locked down.
0: Could be, could be. So... That is intriguing,
1: well, though. They're gonna get locked down in Canada, so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there's no doubt that foreign investment in U.S. real estate is still big. Last year, it decreased a little bit. It looks like $59 billion was purchased by foreign buyers during April 2021 through March 22. And this is according to the international transactions in U.S. residential real estate provided by the National Association of Realtors. Uh, But the actual percentage of overall home sales sold to foreign buyers is actually relatively small. Last year, it was 1.6%. Wow. So it's not a ton. But $59 billion, so I'm thinking this could be good for U.S. real estate. Maybe more foreigners will come and buy in the U.S.
2: Instead of Canada, because they can't.
0: Exactly, because they can't for two years. There's this ban now. Well,
2: and I know we were talking about that last podcast, too, but, I mean, if, if rents stay balanced or even climb at all, that could be uh, another cool factor for that. What's funny is the top foreign buyers... The top one
3: is Canada. <laughs> in the U.S., Canadians in the US. Uh, Canadians, Canadians buy the most in the U.S. as the top foreign buyers. That I mean, makes sense.
0: Yeah, our top foreign buyers. What are them? What are they all?
2: Uh, well, Canada is number one. Mexico is number two, and China is number three. Wow, I actually would I would think that that would be opposite. I would think China would be ahead of Mexico.
1: <laughs> I weird, really figured would. Uh, India would be. India is number four. Okay. I, yeah, I thought they might have been yep. right, of, right alongside with Canada. Yep. I'm kind from of, my personal experience here I'm, in the Arizona market. Yep. Yeah. Well, there's so many engineers here. Mm. So yeah, I'm
0: surprised to see Columbia made the top
2: Columbia, right? Columbia. Yeah. Who the heck is from Columbia? Well, <laughs> uh, they buy it. I'm surprised like Ukraine wouldn't be in there, too. I mean, they've got to be up there, too But uh, and, and I guess that's so that's that, that's a tough part. It gets so segmented, right? If we could go probably lump all of uh, Europe together, then, then they would rank way up there.
0: <laughs> Individually, though, they don't <laughs> yeah. stand as yeah, strong? No. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> What's weird about uh, Canada, and investors coming down from Canada, I learned something new like a year or two ago when we were working, well, maybe it was a little longer than that, when we were working with a, a gentleman from Canada. He was saying because, you know, he doesn't have citizenship here, they only allow them to stay 4 months out of the year and your ass will get in trouble if you're caught staying longer than that. Really? I'm like, "Damn, hey, I didn't know that. We yep. uh, the rules were that hardcore for them." I didn't know that either. Yep. How would they so get in trouble? They did just probably I don't know. They find him. I, or something. I don't I don't know. I don't know how it's found out, but he was definitely said like it's a big thing that like, you can get fined and in trouble and I was like, "Okay. I wonder by I wonder if it's here or there." That'd actually be No, it's a US thing. A US thing, huh? Huh.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, though, but hey. I, mean, I know
1: who you're talking about, though. But I get just meant from an investor, right? Like, they can't come and enjoy their investment. 365 is mm-hmm. the point of me bringing that yeah. up.
0: They have to kind of yeah. piecemeal it. Well, interesting. I hope this gives us a little boost in home sales because we're projected to be a little bit lower this yep. year. need it. Yep, we need it. So hey, you foreign buyers, we'll take you.
1: That's right. I'm <laughs> over here. It. Hey, we take everybody for itself. <laughs> 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 wow. Yes. statute of liberty statement <laughs> yes i'm
0: thankful for that that's how that's nope. how my I mean, my I, family I got say, in that's, <laughs> I, that's, I didn't
1: mean that in any derogatory way that's, i know I, come one come all
0: yeah so okay elliot you dug up the recent research that shows the six best I might well, do, come let's let's, let's uh, yeah so at recent she, she's yeah. giving
2: she's giving a little pun there but there's some context around why I wanted to uh, to communicate this right so this is uh something that was done I think in the uh, the begin August end of last year yeah August of 2022 so it's got a it's got a little bit of uh moss on it right at yeah. this point but no rope still on there
0: but we found it yeah we found it really interesting because yes. it's it's actually one if you If you Google iBuyers, this article is going to come up and it's going to tell you, here are the six best iBuyer companies. And then as you read them, just knowing what we know, let's kind of digest what...
2: So that is the context of, right, is that obviously we're all still Googling and the times that we're in right now, kind of setting the table for everybody out there listening. Obviously, a lot of the cash buyers that are out there, they've kind of laid off the throttle. They're watching what's going on. And we all know that the consumer behavior around it is as high as ever because they're looking more... Uh, for more of the convenience and the certainty that a cash buyer brings. And so when you search this in Google, this shows up immediately.
0: Okay. So according to Clever, who are the six best iBuying companies? And let's digest them.
2: Let's see. Well, of course, you have uh, what I found was funny is they ranked OfferPad uh, virtually as number one, then Open Door is number two. I think it was Redfin. Then uh Flash House, which is no longer even Flash House. Uh Keller Offers and uh RealSure. RealSure I real mean, not even who is Realsure? Is that um
0: That's Coldwell Bankers? Yeah, Coldwell Banker. Isn't yeah, it? they
2: they like dipped a toe in there and pulled it back real fast, if memory serves me. It's a gold cool form, huh? Yeah. Well I mean, and it says in there too that they were flat out, you know, giving you a pretty much a bait and switch switch cash offer.
0: Okay, so Let's let's kind of let's let's digest this. It does. The article does know it was probably updated that Redfin now is no longer available. So yep. Redfin now is out of the game. But yep. as, and and
2: Keller, uh, Z- uh, Zillow offers it mentioned in there too. That is out of the game.
0: Okay, so let's peel this back because Redfin now, even though it's not available, sellers can get an open door offer on yep. Redfin. Yep, and that's pretty much across any market that open door is in. So. Yeah, from what we see. And and what we know is that Redfin now was in limited markets. So right. Redfin essentially expanded their service area.
2: That was a lead gen play genius move Yeah, them, I think. But we'll see. Time will tell. Yeah, At time. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh. in theory, now let's see if the product market fit is correct.
0: And then I think what we also found kind of funny was that another company, they said, here's one of the six best was Flash House which a is no longer in existence and b when it was in existence was only like in one market, right? Yeah,
2: they're pretty small. I, yeah, mean, I, I I think those guys are great guys, smart guys that are up there that is now fellow. Um but yeah, they they definitely to to call them like uh, a top right? 6 i buyer. I mean, that's a bold statement. Yeah, they're like and they're not only that, they're like only in territories of Ohio, oh uh, Ohio.
0: Somebody must know the writer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, we thought that was pretty funny. Um, I think the takeaway here is that if you're looking for a cash offer on your home, you want to go with your local real estate agent and have them source these cash offers for you. What we know is a lot of real estate professionals, especially top real estate professionals, are using a system such as Zudelio to source multiple cash offers for their home sellers. And so I think rather than going on Google and ending up on some site that may or may not even be up and running still, go with your local real estate agent and get offers sourced from them. They're going to know who the best offers are.
2: Yeah, and I have one other quick exclamation point on that. Most of our listeners are lenders or real estate professionals in some way, shape, or form. So this is actually for you, right? What what we wanted to share with you is the... Honestly, some of the false information that's out there on Google that people are searching. This is an opportunity for you to communicate, create content around these types of things, and then you be that that digital informant to your marketplace so that people are coming back to you and you're the provider of these offers and options and you get known as the foremost known authority because you're consistent in creating content around these types of things that consumers are looking for. Yep.
0: Your megaphone to the marketplace. that's right (laughs) Hey, if you're enjoying this content please remember to like comment subscribe and ring the notification bell we release a new podcast every tuesday
2: hey one other thing real quick is um curious i i heard on my amazon uh bulletins right i know like i don't know about you guys but like i walk into my kitchen and i got like one of those ones where it does like my face recognition and like i'll play like my bulletins that i like set up like per the per my face (laughs) and so one of the things what that it was on there this morning but that I'm curious to get get the our take on is rates are projected to go above seven and a half percent. And here, that's that was According again Amazon Letos. Amazon bulletin right. I, I I don't remember what the I uh might have been a Bloomberg because it usually sources sources that um I don't remember, but that that was what the projection was. And then the second thing that I wanted to to bring to the surface here for us. Is that HomeLight looks to go public in in quarter one, which I actually did a quick little lookup on that, and it surprises me because their valuation um, in June of last year was roughly five hundred million. So if they're going to try to IPO, um, you know, obviously we all know SPACs are those investors going to be sad. Yeah, I'm I'm really curious. It, it almost makes you think like. Uh, are they in a stock? Are they in a cash crunch? Oh, yeah, right? I'm it, sure they are. It, it, they, it, they,
0: they must go public it, at this point, probably, yep, right? I really just like, no turning back.
2: As I was going to say, why would you not try to hold out and get your valuation up? I mean, that's that's your payday. Have they laid off workers?
0: Uh, what does Google say about that?
2: Well, kind of similar to Zudelio. Well, they have the in simple somewhere. sale, yeah. right? That's, that's one of the closest products out there to the Cash Plus. Oh,
0: that's. I think you'll remember this as soon as, as soon as I say it, right. Like back in July when they were going for that, that extra round, actually, they were valued at 1.7 billion, but they they cut a fifth of their staff in July. So yes, they did 20% layoffs. Wow, That's substantial. Um... You know, I don't know. I mean, I think of a lot of the problem with the SPACs and so your open doors, your offer pad is yep. the general accounting principles and how they used non GAAP accounting principles. So if HomeLite has been using accounting principles that are widely accepted, then maybe they won't have yeah, a problem. Yeah, because I
2: mean, remember, they're more of a mortgage company, right? They, uh, they, they profit through creating, you know, matching leads to, to the local agents. So they have, uh, you know, split models that they make that, that's a profit center. And then even for their for their simple sale, um, Jay, they they match to investors, as as well, right? Which is, you know, they pull in outside capital to to work with the simple sale, uh, on that. So, but how they monetize is is through the mortgage side, right? Where they where they're supplying mortgages. That's that's ultimately how they do it. So that's their main thing. And of course, they have the 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 lead revenue that they have inside of that. So probably not it, probably not the best time to go public.
3: I know. I know. <laughs> when they're, I was. When they're I was monetizing out mortgages right well, now. <laughs> it's.
0: I think that gone are the days when you can monetize. Yeah, their valuation is going to be small. Exactly. Yes. It's, it's. It's not going to be. We're yeah. done with that. It's I not
2: going to be some twenty-five no. billion valuation. And where did you hear that at? Was it an article? It was
1: at Amazon again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just to echo on, you just every source says something different. So, in regards to the interest rates, I haven't I've only come across one thing that said that the rates will go that high. The top Google search on Forbes says that the prediction is that they will end anywhere between five point five to six percent at the end of twenty three. That'd be great, Which is a Zillow senior economist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's the How funny thing... I paid to say that. I'm just kidding. A right? lot.
2: Here's the funny thing, right? And I think a lot of times people do the year and rewind, the upcoming year predictions. It's... The funny thing is, is they're just that. They're predictions. That's, that's the... You know, as you really look at all of these things, it's, to me, I always find it funny, which is why we are talking about the content and being able to speak to things that you know inside of your, your place and you taking an opportunity uh, to, to use these things as content and create new opportunities for yourself.
0: Well, I, what I think is funny is I remember last year looking at the predictions for mortgage rates from, like, NAR and from Mortgage <laughs> yeah. Bankers Association and from, like, seven different sources, and all of them said that, that we were gonna end in, like, the high threes.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> there was, like, no talk about them going up. No. no. Any.
0: It came in like a wrecking ball.
1: I would love for them to end in the five or sixes. Oh, it would. That, all, it, that'll keep things moving, at mm-hmm, least.
0: Mm-hmm. That would be great. Yeah,
1: I saw something
2: again, too, like as far as like the cost analysis of where it's at right now, that if we could get back to basically less than like six and a quarter, it should start to move again because it becomes like more affordable based on the averages and, and those types of things. So I don't know. That, I mean, that, that would be really cool. For, and I mean, I know we're not terribly above that right now. But again, if we start getting on any six, six and a quarter, things hopefully start to, to move on the affordability
1: factor. We'll end with this. This one's just kind of funny. Conversation. Are 8% mortgage rates possible by 2025?
0: <laughs> Maybe they're possible, of but we, they are. we amortized I know, but for 40 years. It's just funny
1: because that's some of the top, you know, the before you hit your main searches, little topics Yes. To answer your questions. That was, that was like in the top five, so it's just kind of funny.
0: It is funny. I think, um, I don't know. If if someone's on the fence about buying a home and it's because of affordability, there's really not much you can say about that, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's you know, a tough one. Could you get an arm? Could you get the seller to pay to buy down your interest rate? Yes. Could you potentially get down payment assistance? Yes. So there are options could out there. Could you get a 40 for... year mortgage? Exactly. Yep. Could or a we... 50
3: year mortgage? What's right. Yep. Yep. Right. They
1: have those?
0: They have forty, or they're. Yeah, 40. They have I'm like,
1: I'm like, are you being silly? Are you for real? Why haven't I heard of hey, this? people are starting <laughs> to live longer. Yeah. Why not? Hey, at once upon a time, you could get a Tesla for ten a ten year loan, but they went away. Yeah, wow. they did. <laughs> wow, that's how they made that hundred. That's how uh, they sold so many hundred
2: thousand dollar cars the first first couple of years. Uh, is ten year loans. I hate
3: it. Yep. Hey, how's inventory going on the on real estate right now? I I, I just I was looking at the um, the ARMLS. Today
0: inventory and we're is at down sixteen
3: thousand two hundred, and at the beginning Dang. of December we were at eighteen thousand. So we've dropped, actually went down, dropped about eighteen hundred homes in the past month.
0: Right, because if you own your home and your interest rate is three percent, <laughs> are you leaving? No, yep. are you bouncing out of it real you quick? You, you have to. You
2: think wraps and all that stuff's going to come back? I mean, it certainly should.
0: You know, something interesting, Jason and I were talking about on the wrap because you were listening to an investor who. Because yeah. like, the problem with wraps is they trigger the due on sale clause. And they, so, well, that's the risk, right? Yeah. And that's the risk. But what they were saying, and it is a risk. And if the lender sees that, that mortgage, um, you know, a new deed filed, they're right. going to trigger the due on sale clause. And so one of the. One of, like, kind of the loopholes, and I don't try this because I don't know if this is true. We just heard it, and if you have context on this, let us know because we'd be interested in hearing from you. Yeah. But what he was saying is that he was apparently um, in, in that realm, and that's all he did for, like, years and years. It was worked for a servicer and worked for properties that changed, um, the deed changed. And so what he said is if the deed changed to a trust name...
2: Then they can't. They
0: ignored it because people do oh, it all, it all time. the time. Like, like Jason and I, when we bought our first house, we didn't have a trust. And I remember, like about a year and a half later, like my parents. My dad's a lawyer. My parents are like, "You guys need to get a living will, and you need to get your trust." And so we did, and we set up our trust, and we transferred our mortgage into our trust. And so a lot of people do that. It's just colloquial. We all do yep. it. And so when you transfer the deed to your trust, apparently servicers ignore that transfer. And so maybe one of the ways around these wraps.
3: Is to, to put it in, a trust. Put in a trust. Yeah. Because yeah, it it doesn't trigger and then, that, and then you sell the trust. Well, and even if it triggers, it, it doesn't <laughs> mean that he was saying that they don't they don't always do the do on sale clause. They don't, no. You know, they just as long as it's um on on time and yep. payments are being made, they're they kind of ignore it. Um, but yeah, he's he said uh, if, if if you're scared of that, then put all of your properties that you're wrapping into into a trust, a trust. and uh they ignore those.
2: So. Huh. That is awesome. That was interesting. fantastic it's, it's information. Plausible. Yep. Yeah.
0: Who knows if it's true? Like I said, don't... It seems true, Don't though. take that advice. This is not advice. It's just us It, it makes sense because... It, advice. This is us chopping... It. we chopping it, <laughs> we're, we're, we're chopping it. it up.
2: <laughs> chopping it up.
0: It's just interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I think wraps definitely could be a thing. Oh,
3: I totally think so. Uh The but, VA is... Or assumable. If you have a VA yep, loan, assumeable. you can assume those, 3, those 3% loans.
0: you were if you were lucky enough to be able to get someone to accept your EA (laughs) offer over the past two, three years.
2: So valid. There were a few
0: of them. But yeah, interesting things for sure. It's just gonna be an incredible year. And hey, if you're listening and you're wondering what is this ZoDealio all about, please check us out. We would love to invite you to one of our live demos. We'd love to show you what the software can do for you and your business. Um, And again, if you're a listener and you leave us a review, we'd love to send you a free t-shirt. So we appreciate you.